Hello, you have joined the script mistress for scene 19, how to write a compelling love interest. I am your host, Amber Bosworth, and this was such a fun topic to explore. And in February, I know kind of on the nose, but what are you going to do? <laughs> now, if you want to stay up to date on podcast events and challenges, get on my mailing list at www.thescriptmistress.com. I also have this whole episode on video at www.thescriptmistress.com forward slash scene 19 for your enjoyment, along with a completely free download that you can find on that page. Now, the February Ink to Screen Challenge is now open for registration. Now, if you're just finding my podcast, I run a monthly short screenwriting challenge where writers get five days to write a new five-page screenplay based on a prompt sent, sent out the first day of the challenge. The winner gets $150 and Every writer that submits a completed script gets detailed feedback right on their script and a coverage sent out to them um, before the next challenge starts. You can check it all out at www.thescriptmistress.com forward slash ink to screen. If it's something you're considering too, uh, we also publish all five finalists from every challenge. Uh, we post their winning screenplays as long as they give us permission. You can check that out at thescriptmistress.com forward slash winners. Ink winners, I believe. Ink winners, um, if you want to check that out. The February challenge will run from February uh, 15th to the 22nd, I believe. Yes. Now, don't miss out on writing a brand new script, but if you do miss it, there will be a new one next month, just for you. <laughs> now, on to the episode. Now, I'm going to go over how to write a compelling love interest. It's the month of love, even though maybe a Hallmark um, holiday, and you know, some of the hardest writing can be creating those romantic moments, whether you are writing a romance or a war movie. <laughs> Romance just seems to sneak in at some point. This will help every script you write because a form of love shows up one way or the other. This month, I will explore those love interests and then writing the romantic comedy and other aspects of romance in your script. It's all about love and maybe a little bit of interview from our February or January um, Ink to Screen winner. So um, that will be for the month of February. I hope you enjoy. Now, if your mind, when you think of like romance or love interest, immediately ju jumps to soppy, worn out cliches when you think of the love interest, you'd be forgiven. <laughs> but love interests are significant roles in many genres. They're certainly not limited to rom-coms. The question for screenwriters is how to create a love interest who really inspires, well, love. <laughs> One who convinces the audience of the validity of love so much it has them running out the cinema in search of it. I know we all have those movies that no matter who you are, kind of inspire that a little bit in you. Um, I'm pretty sure later on I'll discuss mine, but we all have those uh, that kind of inspire that, that kind of love. Creating a love interest who engrosses audiences is to ensure that this character exists within their own right. The protagonist is falling in love with this character. Therefore, the audience should appreciate why this character inspires such feelings. Like, if we can't fall in love with them, mm, 
So peering behind the haze of the on-screen romance, a convincing love interest plays a vital structural role. They can be a key part of the developing plot and protagonist's character arc. Can also serve to serve as a reflection a little bit as well. Getting the love interest right can be difficult. After all, presenting the complex, often indescribable feeling of love can come across as simplified on on screen. It really can. So this is this is a challenge for every screenwriter that tries to tackle really um, difficult love scenes, or not love scenes, but love interests and the chemistry. Now I'm just going to go over a few tips on how to convincingly portray the intricacies of love by re- writing a love interest that audience be- audiences believe. Because sometimes I think we are a little bit more forgiving of circumstances as long as we really love the characters and what they symbolize. So this is really going to help you out. So know your protagonist inside and out. First, take a look at your protagonist before getting carried away imagining the ideal love interest. To write a match that works, you need to examine what this love interest could provide. The love interest offers the possibility to help the protagonist build a new life or offer a new way of seeing life. It can be helpful to kind of ask yourself some questions about the protagonist. What kind of love interest would help to fulfill my protagonist's needs and goals? What are the moral values of the protagonist? How will the love interest help my protagonist learn something about themselves? How will they challenge the protagonist's desires and flaws? Will they enhance their positives? Oh, building the inner journey. Ideally, the love interest is turning the protagonist into the person the audience wants them to be. A compelling love interest is therefore a key part of the overall character arc. As a result, it is essential to know the journey you want to take your protagonist on. The the love interest should not be a side project existing separately to the main arc. If you can easily remove the love interest from your script, ask yourself why you need them in the first place. It can also be helpful to consider the love interest as part of the film's wider theme. What are you trying to say in your writing? How is the love interest part of moving forward in, in themes as seen on film? So what might this look like in practice? Here's some quick examples of the love interest playing a key role in the protagonist's character arc and self-realization. Titanic. (laughs) After meeting Jack, Rose begins to break free from her repressive fiancé and mother. Even once Jack has died, the film implies Rose has been able to live a life of freedom and adventure. Jack therefore empowers Rose to leave behind the restrictive upper-class world and learn what makes her happy. Jojo Rabbit. Hitler youth member Jojo starts to have a crush on the Jewish girl hidden in his attic. Jojo slowly begins to question his own prejudices against Jewish people as he gets to know Elsa. Eventually, it seems Jojo has learned to trust his own moral instinct. However, the love interest doesn't only exist in relation to the protagonist. Now, here's some like some things to avoid. What to avoid? The 2D, two-dimensional love interest. 
Watching certain types of Hollywood blockbusters, you may notice a pattern emerging where sometimes the love interest exists merely to boost a protagonist's sex appeal, desirability, bravery, or intelligence. This usually, this usually beautiful but passive character exists as a prize for the protagonist to win. They probably agree with everything the protagonist says and plays a sidekick role in any action. Ugh, right? Gross. Unfortunately, this type of romance adds little to the developing story or character arcs. They're merely an idealized object. And what a waste! I don't know. I think that the the love interest is such an underutilized um, and overabused um, character that I, I feel that I can give you tips on how to make better. Film critic Nathan Rabin coined the controversial term, the manic pixie dream girl. This is a female stock character type of love interest. She is ultimately intended to help tormented male protagonists with their eccentric and fun personality quirks. She also seems to have no independent goals or need for happiness. And don't even think of being able to explore explore her inner life or psyche. (laughs) Now, subverting the trope. So the following films kind of acknowledge but subvert the tendency to simplify and idealize love interests by both writers and their protagonists. 500 Days of Summer. Tom idealizes his love interest in summer. He obsesses over their similar interests and her quirky personality. She becomes a projection of his romantic fantasies. Summer is clear from the beginning that she does not want anything serious. But because of his perception of her perfection, Tom fails to realize or listen to Summer's needs. Summer subsequently breaks up with Tom and thus refuses to put her needs aside for Tom's love of her. Although the film projects Summer as ideal through Tom's eyes, it exposes the problematic nature of constructing a love interest as such. I like that one. (laughs) Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Clementine is impulsive, quirky, and fun. At first, she seems to touch Joel, uh, teach Joel about, about embracing life in the moment. But as the film exposes more of their relationship, Clementine is revealed, revealed as deeply flawed. She has a host of needs and problems of her own. Too many guys think I'm a concept, or I complete them, or I'm going to make them alive. But I'm just a... A girl who's looking for my own peace of mind, don't assign me yours. Clementine's awareness of her idealization and implication of her own complicated inner journey reject a simple or idealized portrayal of her character. Very good. Very good examples here. So what would be a love interest characterization? So how do you write the complex complex intricacies of the love interest mind while still keeping the focus on the protagonist's journey. You may may not have the time or space to explore the love interest fully, unfortunately. However, it is important to to dedicate dialogue or scenes which suggest an inner, independent life outside of the protagonist's own. Like their proposed partner, they will contain certain vulnerabilities, insecurities, and flaws. And as I've said in previous podcasts, this is what really makes a character so dynamic that does not exclude the love interest. 
But these are character traits which the protagonist and the love interest can help each other learn about and or over- overcome together. Therefore, like the protagonist, ask yourself some questions of the love interest. Why are they interested in pursuing a relationship? What are their goals and needs? What do they love, hate, and want? Their history and background. How do these attributes test, inspire, and motivate your protagonist? Most importantly, keep in mind that this is a full character who plays a key structural role. Therefore, all of their attributes and actions should help to develop the story in some way. Don't forget that. Writing chemistry. So you got two characters who are perfect for for one another. But writing a spark is easier said than done. Chemistry is a hard enough notion to describe in reality, so distilling it into a scene can seem like a daunting task. If you nail it, however, it can cement the convincing validity of your love interest. Here are some suggestions. Make the characters talk to one another. Like, okay, this may sound simple, but it belittles the nature of love to think people just fall in love through prolonged eye contact or walking past each other several times. Suggest a physical attraction, sure, but making the characters share their thoughts and opinions with one another before jumping into a relationship is much more representative of a real connection. Don't take things too seriously. The love interest may be the protagonist's soulmate, but it's not all about sharing inner demons and bearing souls, especially at first. Writing some verbal sparring into the dialogue between the love interest and protagonist naturalizes their relationship. It builds an easy repertoire and demonstrates the shared energy between the two. Even if they are not getting on well, the implication that they are drawn to interact and engage suggests some sort of connection. They don't have to like each other. (laughs) This is a good tip. Your protagonist doesn't necessarily need someone who is in agreement with everything they say or with similar life experiences. Where's the fun in that? Test out giving the characters different, uh, differing ideologies or make them from a different background or class. This way they can challenge each other and provide gateways to learning about the unknown. Building intimacy. As the romance progresses, use scenes which extend the possibility of what the love interest and protagonist could be like together. Putting them in different social settings and seeing how they react to one another can test their chemistry. And finally, give it time. Let the romance take its course. Individuals do not admit their love in easy, clear terms. It is a complex, vulnerable, and even embarrassing thing to do. Allowing the characters to express their interest, like, and love through different stages can create a more convincing love story. I don't know about you, but them just seeing each other and falling in love immediately really is is not is not the best thing to watch. Uh, and and it's hard to I mean easy to write but not really good to see on stage and or on screen. And it is a bit different too like with whoever your um characters are going to be embodied by too. That chemistry might spark itself as well, but you as the writer 
have the responsibility of making sure that those actors have something that they can take and build and make even more um, elaborate. Creating conflict. The developing love interest story arc may begin rosy, but to establish a more convincing love interest, there has to be some conflict and building tension. This conflict conflict tests what these characters mean to one another and if they can unite or fall apart. So you have the external conflict. These obstacles can be external um, the or, or external. <laughs> Some ideas of external influences are social misunderstandings, a disapproving family as portrayed in the love interest Nick's ultra-rich family and crazy rich Asians. Another love interest or ex-partner, this other suitor may exemplify what the protagonist may think they want, but not what they need. For example, the charm of Daniel Cleaver in Bridget Jones's diary woos Bridget, but he is not a trustworthy or committed partner. A job or environment relocation. For example, in The Devil Wears Prada, although Andy and Nate's relationship is not central to the plot, their relationship is put under strain as Andy becomes absorbed into her new glamorous job. This conflict tests what her job and relationship mean to her. Decisions regarding career, family, or other people can jolt the romance out of the honeymoon stage. These complications, however, are natural reminders of the work that needs to go into your character's relationship in order for them to survive together. The internal conflict. Alternatively, internal character issues can cause conflict in allowing the relationship to progress. These could take the form of commitment and self-esteem issues where the love interest closes themselves off from being in a vulnerable or committed position. This could be in fear of getting hurt or not being worthy of the relationship. Addiction or mental health problems. These sort of issues provide evident barriers to a healthy relationship. For example, an external and eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, Clementine's alcohol dependency and emotional intensity test the relationship between her and Joel. However, the protagonist or love interest shouldn't be the sole reason this character overcomes these issues. This is idealistic and unrealistic. Instead, it can be a test of the protagonist's support for their partner. Internal conflict is arguably harder for a couple to overcome, but can create more nuanced and complex portrayals of relationships. Now, towards the end, to stay or not to stay together. Shock horror. The love interest does not always have to end up with the protagonist. In fact, the fate of the relationship can have an effect on how convincing the love interest story is. Sometimes it's just not a couple's time. For example, in Blue is the Warmest Color, Adele and Emma break up after Adele cheats on Emma. Emma refuses to take her back despite the obvious continuing feelings between the two. In this case, Emma has enabled Adele to explore her sexuality, and the two have experienced an intense, intense emotional relationship together. But Adele's portray, or betrayal of their love and their realization of their differences suggests that their passionate time together has burned out. It just wouldn't be right for them to stay together anymore. The film's suggestion that they may be able to get over each other instead provides the resolution to the film. So much better. 
In Call Me By Your Name, Elio and Oliver spend a passionate summer together. Oliver has to leave and a while later rings Elio to let him know that he is engaged. The implication is that Elio has had the chance to love fiercely, but his relationship with Oliver may not be able to exist in reality outside of the summer haze. The resolution comes from Elio's father encouraging him to grow from his grief. In these films, the relationships provide experiences which allow the protagonist to grow and learn what they need or don't need in a partner. Alternatively, if you do want the love interest to end up with the protagonist, make sure this is for the right reasons. They have faced obstacles together and come out the other side relatively unscathed. By the end, the relationship should continue to offer the possibility of growth and happiness. To finish off here, there isn't one formula for writing a love interest, (laughs) Um, unless you're watching on a certain channel. (laughs) But it could be that they meet, begin to fall in love, are tested in the relationship, and then either break up or stay together. However, many films and TV shows tell their story in fragmented forms or backwards or choose to emphasize specific parts of the relationship journey. However you write your romance, make sure the love interest is their own person, has natural chemistry with their with your protagonist, and provides a structural role. And remember, if you don't love your love interest, who will? <laughs> Now, I got a lot of this um, from industrialscripts.com. I have the uh, the link in, in the show notes, and I also have it on the webpage itself. I always end with a writing action. I think this would be a great opportunity to download the free character introduction um, guide that I, I provide for everybody. Uh, it'll be right on the page. And download this freebie or just get a blank sheet of paper and go back and listen to the questions to ask about your protagonist and the questions to ask your um, your love interest. And write these down and, and maybe just go to something that you're currently working on, a love interest in, in a current project you have or something brand new um, to, bring, to bring to the forefront, forefront. That would be great. Feel free to share some of your thoughts on, on our Facebook page, um, Ink to Screen. Uh, that's the screenwriting one. Um, I also have the script mistress as well. You could also email me at amber at scriptmistress.com to get any extra help. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you're ready to start with a new script under your belts, maybe it is February and the prompt, I don't know. <laughs> I try really hard not to make it so genre specific, but sometimes it's hard to, to not. But maybe you could take a crack at writing a, a new love interest in this. Consider signing up for the new for the next Ink to Screen screenwriting challenge. Again, the winner will get $150 and the top five will be published right on the website. Um, I have a page. Uh, specifically for them. Every writer also that submits a script gets an in-depth coverage and feedback right on their script. And that is all just for $15, (laughs) $15 um, to submit for this challenge. Get help where you really need it. Maybe have a chance to see where you're struggling a little bit with your characterization or your formatting. Um, I would love to help you out. Check it all out at www.thescriptmistress.com forward slash ink to screen. Thank you all for listening and are watching. I truly value any feedback. I really do. (laughs) Um, If you have an idea for a podcast that might help, you can email me at amber at thescriptmistress.com. Like and follow this show wherever you are listening. 
talk soon. And until then, happy writing.